Oh, it's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI. Kat Walburn back in studio with me this morning. We're going to get to what's trending with our news here in just a second. Coming up here in nine minutes, Wayne TV morning anchor, Emily Dwyer. Yeah, she, she's back. She debuted uh, today, so we'll talk about that. I do think, I think she moved back home. I think she moved back home with her parents for the time being. I think oh, she's good. in her childhood well, bedroom. <laughs> well. So I'm going to ask her about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Nothing like moving out and moving back. <laughs> Uh, sun today, eventual highs in the low 80s, 62 out right now. Let's get to what's trending. Developers in Auburn want to take the famed auction park there and turn it into a sports complex. I'm talking eight baseball fields, four soccer fields, all, I'm sorry, basketball, volleyball, all of that could be included. Now, what does that mean for the famed auction, the Auburn Court Duesenberg Festival? Now, they're still going to have it, but I think after this year, they're talking about moving that to the DeKalb County Fairgrounds. We'll see what ultimately goes down. I'm glad to see they're going to keep that. Like, settle down, folks. They're still going to keep it. Oh, the Different festival. location. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I do think the, how do I say it? I feel like the fanfare for it over years has sort of gone away. I mean, there used to be celebrities that would fly into town and a couple stories in the news that were crazy yesterday. We actually have two real stories involving train derailments. One was like a 60 train pile car train pile up there in Auburn. No injuries to report because there was no passenger trains. It was just spills from containers, but none of those spills were bad, uh, like any sort of chemicals or anything like that. It's going to take several days to clear that wreckage and then simultaneously. The miniature train at the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo derailed yesterday. The popular ride jumped the track with guests on board. Nobody was hurt, and luckily everybody was okay. You ride that when you take your kids to the zoo. I think 99% of the parents have to ride that train before they exit. Yeah, if the zoo loses that, they'll like, I mean, that's not, that is a huge deal. It's a big moneymaker, I'm sure, for them. My favorite ride at the zoo, by the way, is the boat. Oh, really? You like that? Crocodile Creek? Yeah. Crocodile Creek's the best. Oh, I gotta do that. Oh, you've never done Crocodile no. Creek? No. What? You've never done the boat ride I've in the never zoo? Done, I did the, um, you know, the chairlift thing. Oh, yeah. Sure. Skyride. Skyride, Sky Sky yeah. Sure. Through, sure. through the safari. But, uh, no. No, you've never... You don't even... It must have been closed the last time I was there. Crocodile Creek's the best. Fort Wayne uh, real estate is getting recognized now, this time on the national level. The Wall Street Journal and Realtor.com named the city here in Fort Wayne, the Summit City top 20 emerging housing markets. In fact, we come number three on the list. It is a hot market right now. You try buying a house. And a couple other tidbits to round out what's trending with our news. Just keep this in mind. If you're doing a global travel, the Eiffel Tower and other French museums like the Louvre are going to require a some sort of pandemic pass. You're going to have to prove that you're vaccine or vaccinated or clear or have a negative test before you get to it, which is a big deal. I hate to travel all the way over there. Right. And then you're and like, then realize, oh, oh, I, I got to do this. Oh, should have did that before you left. Yeah. That's a quick peek as to what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Kat Walburn in studio with me this morning. And it was her first day back at work today here in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne's very own Emily Dwyer now with Wayne TV. Good morning, Emily. Good morning, Andy. How was day one? How was day yes. one? Tell us about it. Oh, my gosh. It was so good to just, like, get back into it. I, You know, I've been here since Monday just kind of training up. So finally getting to be back on desk in front of the cameras, it felt 
so natural. And Pat Hoffman was so great, um, just making me feel so welcome and so comfortable. Um, so it was great. I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, when I heard the news, I texted you. I was glad for you to come back. Of course, if you don't oh, know. thank you. Emily worked across the street for the competitor for a couple years, mm-hmm. and then you spent a couple years in Omaha, right? How long were you gone in Omaha? I did. I was only gone for a year and a half, but it, we moved there um, months before the pandemic. So oh. honestly, that just oh, made gosh. it feel so much longer. We couldn't go out and do anything. Hey, welcome to a city. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. You don't know anybody. Exactly. Uh, oh, my gosh. You're from here, right? You're a, you're a Fort Wayne native, right? Born and raised right here. Yep. And so now that you're transitioning back home, did I hear a rumor that as a grown married woman, you are now <laughs> married or now you are now back living with your parents? The dirty rumors are true. I am back with mom and dad, back in my old room. Is your old room, did they change it at all, or is it still like the same way you left it when you probably lived there last in high school or college? Yeah, no, they definitely, they painted it. They took down all my posters that were on the wall. They had all my, like, soccer trophies up on a ledge, and they took all those down, threw it all in the attic, I'm sure. So it definitely looks a little different, but, you know, getting in there every night, I'm like, yep, this, this all feels familiar. Emily Dwyer joining us back. It's her first day back on Wayne TV back here in Fort Wayne. Everybody knows, or maybe not everybody knows, a lot of people know you are married to uh, Rex, who was also a reporter here at Time. You guys moved to Omaha together. So let's just get this out there. Is he moving back or is he still in Nebraska? What's going on? What's the scoop? I left him back in Nebraska. Aww. He's still there. Um, he has our dog, too. So I'm, I'm down both the guys in my life. Okay. Um, so he's going to stay there. He's still doing sports. He's the weekend sports anchor at our station there in Omaha. So he's going to stay there. And if he can, and I hope that he can, make his way back to Fort Wayne sooner rather than later. Obviously, that's our big goal. But for now, Omaha is going to be his home. It's going to be tough, but we're going to make it. Yeah, you'll make it work. If you could survive a pandemic, so... Yeah, you get, you get the both extremes exactly. of the early part of your marriage. You get together all the time, and now you have distance. That's right. Zoom and FaceTime uh-huh. is going to be your best friend. All right. I'm going to get back exactly. to your childhood. I want to get back to your childhood bedroom. Do you, oh, gosh, uh, Andy. What posters, what posters did you have? What, did you, do you remember had, what you had growing up? Yeah, I had um, like this whole, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I don't know if people know that, but I had this, all, my one wall in my room was just huge Beatles posters. I had a big Sgt. Pepper's poster, oh. uh, a big John Lennon one. I mean, just a whole cascade of, of Beatles stuff that I loved. So, you know, like boy bands that, honestly, or anything like that? No boy that. bands? <laughs> well, Beatles is a boy band. Well, well yeah. yeah. Emily yeah, Dwyer true. joining us. All right, uh, back in Fort Wayne, give me one thing that you missed most other than family and proximity and friends. Mm-hmm. Was there a restaurant? Was there something? What's like what Fort Wayne thing? Yeah. Did you miss the most that you're anxious to get back to do now that you're back here in Fort Wayne? Yeah, this won't come as a surprise to Fort Wayne people, but within 24 hours of being home, I went to Coney Island. There it is. And uh-huh. I got me some dogs because yes. I needed them. I missed them so much. <laughs> so that was literally within 24 hours. Uh, Emily Dwyer joining us here. It's her first day back anchoring uh, Wayne TV. I appreciate a few minutes you spent with us this morning. I'm very excited you're back home. Yes. Welcome back, Emily. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Thank you, Andy Cat. No problem. All right. Take care. We look forward to watching you uh, coming up. I love that childhood bedroom moving back with mom and dad right now i mean it happens yeah i had to move back home 
did you, um, like, as soon as you left, what did your parents turn your childhood bedroom? Like, did they keep it around or did they like, I can't wait to turn this into an exercise room? For me? Yeah. Um, yeah the, no, they kept it the same way I left it. Yeah. Yep. Didn't change it at all. Same bed skirt, yep. everything. Mine stayed the same for a long stinking time. Mm-hmm. All right. Sandy in the morning. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Have you ever been paid to not do something? Now, let me explain what I mean by that. It was last week or earlier this week out of Hollywood was the story that HBO once paid James Gandolfini $3 million to not take a part on The Office. It was right when Carell left and they were looking for a new boss of The Office. James Spader ended up taking the role and Will Ferrell had a guest spot and Jim Carrey had a guest spot. And NBC offered James Gandolfini $4 million to replace Steve Carell. And HBO was like, no, I don't want you doing that. There's a project we might want you for. So we're going to pay you $3 million to turn it down. Oh, and my gosh. <laughs> right? That's that's great. So I wanted to get, see if anybody listening has a story like that. Now, let me give you some examples because we had listeners write in on our Facebook page. And Kat is going to get to those stories here in just a second. But uh, there's stories like, for example, I heard about where a husband and wife offered their daughter $3 million not to marry a guy. Oh, wow. They must have really hated that guy. They did not like that guy. She refused, but they were divorced within two years is how that story took place. Oh, so it ended bad too. Uh, There's a story I also heard. I remember this around Halloween time. uh, Parents paying kids to not go trick-or-treating because they think it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And they go, you know what? We'll just pay you $100 to not go. Wow. And so... That's sort of what I'm asking this morning. If anybody has a story in their life where they were paid to not do something, 260-467-9500. All right, what do we got from those online? So online, I was looking through here. This girl's dad offered her $500 not to go to prom. (laughs) I'm like, well, a dress alone would cost you 500 bucks. So So, I don't know. I think that... Some of the prom dresses, you can, I, uh, I, did right. a, I do, we do prices, right? Prom dress, how much they are going for. And they're like twelve to $1,300. It's bucks on, crazy it's the nuts. price of prom dresses. So yeah, so she took that money and used it towards uh, graduation, post-graduation vacation. Now, see, it's better. Those are yep. better. Somebody was a uh, wedding DJ and they were offered money uh, not to play the bride and groom's playlist, but to rather play the songs that he wanted to hear. Oh, my gosh. Like, seriously, let's hijack this wedding oh reception. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. I mean, the bride's paid you a ton of money. Sometimes DJs get like seven, 800 bucks to do a night. I know growing up, I had friends of mine who had like bad report cards. Yes. And they would pay off their brothers and sisters oh. to be like, look, I'm going out this weekend with this girl. Mm-hmm. Can you tell mom and dad, you know, can you wait one week? And then tell mom and dad we got a report card because I don't want to be grounded. <laughs> right. You want to go into, out. Going into the weekend. My right. parents paid me to not speed. I, I was a uh, habitual speeder growing up. So if I didn't speed and didn't get any speeding how would they tickets. Know? How would they know? Well, because I got speeding tickets, Oh, Andy. well. I, nowadays, there's a, something that you can, uh, Verizon has a product that you can put in your car that tracks how fast you're going. Well, Life360 does that as well. They they tell you how fast you're going down the road. Andy in the morning, hi. Paid to not do what? Go ahead. A lot of WNBA basketball players are, play, are paid not to play because they play for overseas teams and they want them to be rested and healthy. So Diana Taurasi was paid $3 million from the team in Russia not to play 
um, in America that year. See, that's that stuff. All right. I mean, I don't know all that stuff. By the way, WNBA players. I know sometimes there's some things there that I've heard go down about, like paying people to not have relations. Right. So that they don't get pregnant during the season. That's how much money's on the line. Oh, my god! I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sandy in the morning paid to not do something after James Gandolfini, $3 million to not take a job at NBC. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. If you ever miss anything on the show, get caught up later on throughout the day with the Andy in the Morning podcast. Give you the best nuggets of the show, condensed so you're up to speed as to some of the storylines. Kat Walburn back in studio with me this morning. If you thought uh, we were done with COVID, we're certainly not. NBC says the CDC is probably going to recommend that children under the age of 12 wear masks when they return to school this fall. Oh, well, they can recommend it. I know a lot of the schools have already made their decision on that, though. Well, but it may change that. It could change. That's what I'm saying. I think if the CDC starts to change their position on that, then you're going to see schools switching their position on the upcoming school year, which I know has already been one of those polarizing issues between school boards in our area, between parents and the board. So there's that. Then, just when you thought, well, what else can we worry about in this world? The CDC right now is monitoring 200 people in 27 states for a little thing they like to call monkeypox. I've heard about this. I heard of the first monkeypox last week or something. What is that? that? What is monkeypox? I I don't Uh, know what that is. Let me look that up. The people allegedly came in contact with an infected man from Texas. Monkeypox, from what I read, causes rashes, fevers, headaches, and muscle aches. Very similar to some of the flu symptoms or even COVID symptoms, but the rashes are the big storyline here. So now we're we deal with COVID, we're going to need a monkeypox shot. Well, is that deadly? Is monkeypox deadly? Monkey I'm pox. sure. I'm sure everything is if you are susceptible to certain things. I don't know. I mean, it's like there, chicken pox isn't deadly, but it's annoying. You say pox, I say rash. That's the problem with that, anything with a pox. Yeah. Uh, well, it's an outbreak, and um, it looks like an infection, and no specific treatments, it says. Uh, and here's further wor- word that the world is just full of cuckoo stuff. Starbucks has announced they're bringing back pumpkin spice lattes for the fall. Again? August 24th. Oh. They keep moving it up earlier. Fall will begin August 24th. I'm like, no, fall begins in September. It it does not begin in the summer still. If anything, it's, you know, September, October, November. If you're going to stretch out fall. I'm not a big fan. I know I'm probably going to get hate for this or shade. I am not a big fan of the pumpkin spice anything. That is just not my jam. I like it, but I don't need it year round. You know, every now and again, I'm okay with it. But I don't need everything tasting like it. No. So Mm -hmm. there you go. Those are some of the headlines that are sort of breaking this morning as the morning continues. But monkey pox is now the big thing we're going to be looking for. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. This list came across my desk today, and yesterday it was like National Junk Food Day or something. And uh, these are 10 snacks from the 90s that you can still find on Amazon that you may not know about. You so can't the, find them in the grocery store? Right, or they're rare okay. or whatever. And so um, so I'm gonna. this is like a trip down memory lane if you uh, kind of grew up in the 90s. Mm. All right, give or take. Hit me. Uh, okay, so uh, like Dunkaroos. Did you ever do it? Did no. you ever have Dunkaroos? What is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Dunkaroos? They were, Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos were, uh, I didn't have a ton of them, but they were like, there was a kangaroo and a stick and you had to jump into the 
Nothing? No? No. They disappeared in 2012, but now they're back and available on Amazon if you buy them direct from the company. What about Ring Pops? Did you yes. ever have a Ring Pop? Yes, everybody had a Ring yeah. Pop, right? Uh, you can get 20 of them for 7 bucks right now online. Anybody, did you grow up around a Little League field? Did you play like Little League softball yes. or anything like that growing up? Yep. Softball. Every time I went to a Little League, it was all these candies. It was like Warheads. Warheads and, and Jolly Ranchers. Yes. I love Jolly Ranchers. Warheads. Um, you know, it, it was candy that was so sour and it also take a full layer of your tongue off with it. <laughs> uh, Big League Chew was the one. Yes. Oh, Hubba Bubba, Big League Chew. Big League Chew. I mean, nothing made. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Hey, you know what? I'd like to sell tobacco to children. You can't. Right. All right. So let's give them gum. Mm-hmm. It looks like tobacco in a pouch. Shredded bubble gum that you could let little leaguers think that they were big leaguers as chewing tobacco <laughs> has largely been sort of panned. It's hard to find. It's it's available in some stores. I occasionally see it at the K Roger, which is how I say Kroger. Yes. Um, but you can buy Big League Chew direct uh, through Amazon. Uh, I loved Big League Chew, by the way. I tried to put the whole pack in my mouth. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> you tried to chew it. Spit. Yeah. Well, I didn't always spit. Like, well, I would because you tried to blow a bubble as a kid mm-hmm. and you hadn't and you, learned yet. And you'd, you'd shoot your whole wad at the fence. <laughs> and all of a sudden you would then put it back in your mouth and you'd go, hey, better, 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 better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gushers. Gushers yes, were good. Yes, those were good. Gush. First time I had a gusher. I was like, I remembered Uh-oh. it. I was like, that's going to be the best candy of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweetness. What were some of the other ones? Did you do Pop Rocks as a kid? I did Pop Rocks for yeah. sure. Um, you uh, would empty the uh, container of Pop Rocks in your mouth and then follow it, chase it with uh, like Coke? a soda or Coke. Oh my gosh. And uh, your mouth would explode. You thought that was so great when you were eight and then like your science teacher does an experiment with that. And you're like, and you're like, oh my God, that's in my belly when yeah, that happens. You don't want that. I've no. seen some YouTube videos where people take Coca-Cola and they pour it over the top of a car battery. Yes. And it Have gets the corrosion s- yes. off. And I'm like, hang on. If it gets the corrosion off a battery, what is it doing to my stomach you. lining? I'm like, that's when I've dialed back my Coke intake yes. when I started to see stuff like that. Uh, fun dip. Did you ever have fun dip? That was a big yes, stick. Yes, where you licked it and stuck it in. Yes. The little powder. powder yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure did. Sure did. This is the glory days of candy in my in my life. I so miss those Jolly Ranchers. The Jolly Rancher sticks. And I oh, went, yep. I know what you're talking about. recently gone on Amazon to try to find the peach Jolly Rancher sticks. Okay. If anybody can find those. I, I wonder if it's on Amazon. No, I looked. I looked less than a week ago. Peach Jolly Rancher stick, or even just Peach Jolly Rancher, yeah. cannot find the peach. They must oh, have discontinued no. that. That was my favorite growing up. Uh, I found a box right here. No, you didn't. Can you? Can you? St- yeah. Well, no, it's a picture of it. Uh, no, a, you can't buy. They've that. been discontinued. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I thought. Yep. They've been discontinued. Apparently, I didn't play a lot of Little League. I just had a lot of candy in the dugout is what I did. (laughs) Yes, you did. That's what we learned today. (laughs) Let's see what's going on in Hollywood. The childhood game Mousetrap. Everybody play that? Everybody at least put it together and you watch the marble go down. Right. You kick the guy into the bucket and then blah, blah, blah. And then the whole jail comes down on you. The Mousetrap reality competition series has been approved and greenlit by Fox based on the board game. But that's not the only board game that's coming to TV. There's also going to be an animated Clue series that's being developed by Fox. 
and a potential Guess Who game show for NBC. I love this because it's all unscripted. Like, I love unscripted stuff. Well, it's, it's you know what it is? It's targeting nostalgia. Yes. It's targeting our age demographic. We grew up with Mousetrap. Mm-hmm. I grew up playing Clue. We grew up with Guess Who with the bald guy who was always the one with the glasses who was picked. Who's always the, the one. Mm, yeah. Yep. By the way, speaking of Clue, uh, the British house where the board game Clue was developed is actually on the market for $1.4 million. It's a neat house. You kind of got to get your Google on to find it. 3,000 square feet, but the floor plan is actually nothing like the game. Oh. Like the, you know, the kitchen with the weird, like, I don't know, checkered tiles well, gosh, and the bar. Well, who wants that? I will say this. One of my favorite all-time movies of all time is Clue. Have you ever watched the movie Clue? I, uh, yes. Actually, I have. Tim Curry running yeah. on it. It's fantastic. And The Secret Passage. Uh, it's the only movie in history that was put in theaters with three different endings. Oh. That's what makes it so cool. So you'd be like, hey, I went and saw Clue this weekend. Yeah, what'd you think? It was cool. Miss Scarlet did it. You're like, no, I went too. And it and was Mr. Green. And so they had three different endings that were released in theaters. You know what? I didn't know that. It's so fascinating. No. It's so fascinating. So that was... So if I rent this on like Amazon or whatever and watch it... You will get all three I, endings. I will with I, when I rent it. Yes. Okay. But when it was released the first time, you would watch it in theaters. You'd be like, okay, so yeah, Miss Scarlet did it. Okay, of course. And you'd be like, well, hang on. I just went and saw it too. Mr. Green did it. And then you would argue. You're like, no, I went and saw the movie. So alternate endings were released in That's theaters. That's really cool. And I actually think something like that could work in a social media world today. Oh, People where, buzzing about that. Yeah. There was rumor that Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be redoing this movie with a modern day cast, you know, oh. to redo Clue. But it's sort of been put on the back burner. That's a quick peek as to what's happening in Hollywood. Andy in the morning. Now on Magic 95.1.